Hello and welcome back to Terminal Velocity Limited. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Scott. And uh, this is part two of our, our kind of deep dive into current books that are, are hitting the stands that we think might be of interest to you uh, or might even be hot topics. Um, this is, uh, if you listen to the first part of our episode, uh, Deceased Part 1, this is going to be Deceased Part 2, uh, which follows Issue 2. Uh, the way this show works is that we'll just kind of give a brief synopsis of the show, uh, sorry, <laughs> of the uh, issue. Um, we may not go beat for beat unless it, we feel it's necessary to kind of describe what we think of the book. And we'll, we'll probably provide a, a kind of a review uh, at the end um, on, on what we think. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess the other point uh, on on terminal velocity limited is that if we end up not liking a book we may just drop it <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you, you drop it at the newsstand you're like yeah, I'm, I'm good it depends on just how entertainingly torturous it could be yes. <laughs> for us if one of us likes it and the other one doesn't and we have to force the other one to read it that would be kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> it could be yeah all yeah. right, so but, uh, uh, let's 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 dive right in. Um, I'm gonna say right off the bat, I I quite enjoyed uh, issue number two, uh, and we were talking off air a little bit that you were saying that it was a fast read, and it it, it is, um, but not not to its detriment. Like it was a fast read in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, it it it's keeping pace exactly with where the previous cliffhanger kind of left off. Um, issue one ended with Batman fighting off uh, Tim and um, and Dick and uh, getting, you know, fairly brutalized in the process. And mm-hmm. so we're in this issue, we're actually dealing with the ramifications of that. And you're, we're left thinking like, oh, it's Batman. You know, he's always going to have a plan. Batman's not going to get um, taken out in this issue. So we get we get a nice end cap to that storyline. Um I'm well, really enjoying the the narrator that's working through this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be Lois that's maybe telling the story, or maybe it's even John um, or something. But it's I don't think it's going to be any of the the major major DC heroes that end up being the narrator. What do you think? Uh, I think you're probably right. Uh, there was a moment where I was like, could it be Harley? Because I mean, she even mentions starting a scrapbook of some sort. But it seems too, how do I say, too put together to, <laughs> to kind cohere. of it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, that, that might even be the crux of the story is that at the end we find out who the narrator is. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'm not sure how this is how this story is going to end, but I'm 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 really enjoying. It, it, it subverts any kind of expectations you might have on the book. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't find anything overly predictable I, I, f- I find that maybe like in the moment like a, you know a panel or two before you can kind of see where something might be going but yeah. uh you know uh for the most part you you're not looking at the cover and you 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 don't know what you're going to get until you're actually reading it at least uh, as far as it's gone in these first two issues yeah so far you're right and i really like the opening uh starting off with aquaman kind of coming across all of this scenario as well um, and kind of showing that even out at sea, nobody is kind of safe or untouched. Now, I'm curious about Aquaman because he's supposed to have like super dense, super strong skin. So I'm mm-hmm. like wondering if if he can be infected or not. 
That's a good question. I'm not you kinda, sure. Kind of see him go overboard or overboard, uh, but mm-hmm. like you don't see like gnarly wounds or anything. You just see him kind of go go under. And I would, uh, I would assume him and Superman are going to be fairly immune to yeah, physical. Like, when uh, when you look at that damage. page, it looks like he kind of t- takes off once he's in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard. Like I don't think we're we've seen the last of uh, Orem here. Now, uh, I, I guess we should. Don't you mean Arthur? Uh, isn't that his uh, Atlantean name or whatever? Uh, Orm is the ocean master. Oh, is it? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Orin. I, I can't remember his Atlantean name. Okay, oh, I'll okay. just stick with Arthur Curry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old AC. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, like uh, so. Yeah, this issue is written by uh, Tom Taylor uh, and is drawn by Trevor Hershine. Hershine, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, and I do like that it's you know one uh, artist this time. It's not yes. uh, kind of a mix, so it's consistent in terms of the, the storytelling. Yeah. Um, Which was my major gripe, I think, in issue number one, is that we had three artists working through it, and I think it would have been a lot more coherent and solid with one artist and i think issue number two kind of proves that out that you it has that better continuity coming through um now this is this is still happening in the in a splinter of the dc rebirth universe because we've got you know damien's obviously in it still at his young age john is still at a younger age wearing his um kind of new 52 ish I'll, i'll call it um superboy outfit Mm-hmm. Um, but Clark is still wearing his new Superman outfit or pre new 52 Superman, um, outfit. So we're kind of, we're, we're dancing somewhere in semi continuity, but still well, well outside of it, which I kind of like, I like that this is taking place outside of continuity. Um, well, like we, we still don't know how the metaverse works. So this, yeah. uh, <laughs> It could have been one tiny change in the regular metaverse and it splintered off into this universe. Yeah, it could all still be the fault of uh, Dr. Manhattan. I mean, John um, John Kent here is still, you know, a boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. He hasn't been and, aged up. And and uh, Poison Ivy is still human. Um, that is true. Or at least yeah. looks that way. But, so, contr- but is controlling the green. But is controlling the green. So it's it's kind of dancing through continuity. Um yeah, we've got, so it starts off with Arthur kind of coming in and finding a ship that's obviously filled with all of these DC zombies in it, uh, flashes back to, uh, or takes us back over to Superman and the family kind of dealing with what the world is looking like. And as sorry, usual. sorry to interject, uh, I did find, uh, look up the name, it's Orin is his Atlantean name. Okay, Orin. <laughs> I was saying Orin, but yeah, it's Orin. Okay. I I guess I hadn't thought about that. Um, That's cool. Uh, So, yeah, Superman's kind of dealing with things. We flash over to Gotham and Harley and uh, Ivy are kind of talking. And Harley decides that she's going to be breaking up with the Joker. So she goes in to see him. And one of the questions that I had on my mind was, I wonder how the virus would actually infect somebody like the Joker who's already insane. Or would this kind of just kind of wondering if he's not really infected? Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it shows like he's got some like gnarly wounds all over his face, but his eyes don't look like the zombies. 
yeah. they look like the Joker's eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I mean, maybe he, he, you know, maybe he is a zombie there. Like, he very much is like the, the wounds of the zombies, and he's mm-hmm. all covered in blood and wounds. But yeah, he he's so toxic and anti-life as it is that. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to I'd say. I'd be curious if it turns out that he's actually just normal. Yeah, oh, <laughs> makes him still... sane. <laughs> yeah. And maybe he's the narrator. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be a nice twist. That'd be an interesting twist. Um, then it cuts over to kind of the Black Canary, Green Arrow, and and uh, Green Lantern having a bit of a a camp out after having beaten Apocalypse. They're going to just go camping, I guess. Yeah, I didn't it's time realize. Time to get that... off the it's to get off the grid. Yeah, time to get off the grid so they go camping, um, which doesn't end too well for them because Hal Jordan, I guess, is like the rest of us addicted to his phone. So as soon as he's got a minute to himself, he kind of turns on his phone and is instantly infected by so, the virus. So uh, this part, this kind of scene, I kind of really enjoyed like, the banter between Ollie and, and, and Hal here. Mm-hmm. The, the, like the the way they were talking was very true to like kind of their, their personalities. Yeah. <laughs> like that, you know, so Ollie's very much a social justice warrior in the sense that he's, you know, he, he always likes to stick it to like authority. So I like how he is, is sitting here, like talking to Hal and he's like, first he called him weak willed. Cause he can't, he doesn't want to be like out in the woods <laughs> camping. And he's, which is, ironic. there he is. Yeah. <laughs> And then Ollie stands up at attention. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm standing for the presentation. And he's like, what presentation? And then he cites like a, it's almost like a, it's a, it's a play on the the, the mantra of the Green Lantern Corps, except it's mm-hmm. teasing him. He's like, Hal Jordan, you have the ability to suck the joy out of any situation. Welcome to the Killjoy Corps. <laughs> <laughs> and he salutes him. <laughs> And then Hal's just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> and goes into, goes into going to bed. <laughs> I like that. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I like you. Even just the way the art is, you just see the silhouette and you see the glow of the phone. Mm-hmm. And Black Canary's like, yeah, he's on his phone. Yeah. Yeah, he's on his <laughs> phone. So much for getting away from it all. And this is when this is when everything kind of goes to shit for them because obviously Hal gets infected. And this is one of those moments that you're waiting for is, okay, what happens when one of the big hitters, one of gets. the the heavies gets turned and we end up seeing what happens. Things go bad real yeah, fast. I really like the, how they, how he, he were, he even bothered to have how the, the ring communicates with the, the wielder. Mm-hmm. And so like, it senses that he's just going to start killing and it's like lethal force is not sanctioned. Right. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Um, there's Oliver with his boxing glove arrow as yeah. his warning shot. And, uh, Yeah. <laughs> gives a good warning that the next shot is actually going to go into his face. Yeah. And sure enough, pulls the trigger and away it goes. And then Black Canary unleashes her sonic scream. And yeah, this and is when we, we I really, really like that part. So like, I, I like that you, you're seeing kind of like it's starting out and she's like really unleashing it. But then back mm-hmm. in Metropolis, Superman's about to kind of, go into the planet with the family because they've decided that the planet is the best place to go, which I thought, I don't care what technology they have in there. That's definitely not the best place to go. Well, also this thing is infecting people through technology. So maybe it's not the best place to go. What are you going to go in like bird box style and and wear a bandana as you go look for the archaic technology? Like I thought that was ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
but then you know superman clearly would hear something like that going down back where outside of metropolis where black canary is unleashing her full mm-hmm. power and uh you know lo and behold <laughs> she she uh they showed us why why she's a powerful character. She literally takes out Hal Jordan. Yeah. And she on did. top of that, the ring slides off and scans for a replacement and grants grants uh, Dina Lance Dino is it Dina or Dina? I never can remember. Dina. Dina Lance uh, her uh, you know inducts her into the Green Lantern Corps because she has which, the ability to overcome great fear. Which I thought was really really cool. It was, was like, really holy shit. That's a great moment. The great moment. I like the Black Canary inspired Green Lantern costume. I thought that's kind of cool looking. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. I, I never thought of that combination ever. So no. it was cool. I, I never thought I needed it, but I kind of like this. Yeah, I would be cool with her turning into a Green Lantern. I mean, <laughs> Earth has far too many Green Lanterns, but if they're going to make another one, sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So it looks really, really cool. I like the design. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, you know, she's like, she's got the power, and she's like, no, I don't want this. And uh, and then Superman's like, take it, because we're going to need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, they they fly back to Metropolis to the top of the Daily Planet. And, uh, yeah, what does it say? He made, oh, yeah. So it's, uh, the, you know, Robin's letting Superman know that they've actually made contact with Batman. So we're finding out that Batman survived his situation. Yes. Um, survived question mark <laughs> <laughs> so he survived here to to kind of give us the the lowdown and this i kind of liked how this issue they used the first two issues really to just set up the story mm-hmm. like and put, basically put all the pieces on the board and then it gives us kind of the, the the starting point but batman explains to them that they're not zombies because they're not you know they're not consumed by hunger they're they're just this is the effects of the anti-life equation. They're basically the anti-living, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to they're trying to basically kill and indiscriminately. Yeah, Batman um, does what he does best, and he provides all of the exposition for <laughs> what we're going to need to know and to catch us up on what's been going on so far. Now it's interesting too. Like, uh, so Batman's here telling them that you know what? Uh, by the way, I'm infected and I don't have much time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but he, it shows that he's slowing that he slowed down the process by donning a uh, like a classic Mister Freeze costume. Yeah. And it's like good thing him and Victor are the same size. <laughs> um, but uh, it's funny how yeah. there's two Batman like stories going on where he's infected with something and rigs up something to kind of delay it because there's the batman who laughs yes where he's also like infected with the the joker toxin and he's rigged up some kind of like uh suit like mods to kind of help him hold off on it Mm -hmm. um so this is the part that kind of subverts your your expectations because you know you you expect batman to make it like Mm -hmm. no matter what right down to the characters and uh, I really enjoyed this because it's kind of a, it's like emotional beats that you wouldn't really expect, but it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like you have Green Arrow freaking out, like saying you're Batman, how could you can't let a little stupid virus beat you, like you, you're yeah. gonna, yeah, you have a plan for this. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't how you go out. You go out fighting gods and sacrificing yourself. You don't. This isn't how this goes. And he's like, there isn't anything I can do, or maybe I, my mind won't let, allow it. 
it wants mm-hmm. this. So he, it's like he's too far gone. But then he takes a moment where he speaks speaks to his son, and he's like, Damien, and he's like, like Alfred has something for you. And he's like, basically, I want you to have this, but it's what I always thought you would get to, but I'm never like, I'm sorry, I won't get to see it. And this is literally, I mean, it has to be him passing on the mantle. It has to be. I mean, the suitcase or the briefcase, yeah. whatever it happens to be, has the big. Obviously, it's got the bat symbol on it because it's, it's got Batman. the dark. Everything's knight. branding. It's got the dark Knight Batman symbol, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Dark Knight Batman symbol. So it's it's obviously the bat suit is getting passed down to him. So, um, and this is where it kind of just trails off, and it's it's left with father, dad. I know the for some reason that kind of killed me a little bit with like because Damien's always been father father and then like to have that little crack moment where yeah. he's saying dad like and we cut to the Batcave and you know Alfred uh, is you know with Bruce and he's he basically the infection overtakes him and he tries to to lunge at Alfred and. Mm-hmm. This is another gut punch because like Alfred's basically having to like execute his his son. Yeah, yeah, I really like this moment too because you hear you see Damien screaming "Dad," and then Alfred tells the communication system to shut off so that he doesn't hear it. So that he doesn't hear it, and Alfred just ends the thing with "I'm sorry, son," and bang. Now we can assume Batman is taken down at this stage. Um, but I guess we'll find out in the next issue because you, you never know. Page. He is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this—I mean—it goes. The the reading of this goes super super fast, and then we get the exposition dump. Like I say, so Batman catches you up to speed on. Okay, this is what everything means. This is kind of what the heroes are going to be facing going forward. Here's um, what I would have done in the story if I survived, but here it is mm-hmm. all now in advance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're left with that and you're left thinking okay that's two of the heavy hitters gone we've got um cyborg is also out in some meaning of the word like we don't really know what's going on with cyborg anymore we don't know what stage he's at um now how does this affect someone like martian manhunter who can project yeah. mentally right so yeah it's gonna yeah, be an but- interesting one it's going to be really, really interesting. So, um, yeah, this continues on with that pace. Like I say, I really enjoyed the fact that it was a single artist. Things are still really sketchy, but he's got, he draws some of the heroes that are infected in a very menacing way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something very effective about seeing Batman in a destroyed Mr. Freeze suit, just kind of standing there with hands all bloody with a gigantic grin on his face. Yeah, it's um, creepy. It's it's a very creepy design on it, and I would say it's much creepier than even what you're seeing in um, the Batman Who Laughs. I was literally thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's a little bit more effective in this way, and I don't know if it's just because it's zombified type of thing, or if it's just that this this is just a, a new take and not something that we've seen, and it's it's more affecting that way. But I really really enjoy that. Yeah, and and like you say, it's got it's got some unexpected kind of oh shit moments where you're like, oh damn, you know, they're really 
it's you know damien is losing his dad batman is sacrificing well not sacrificing himself but still kind of sacrificing himself to make sure mm-hmm. the message gets out properly you got alfred that's going to be dealing with this ramifications um you've got ollie and dinah who have now just had to put down one of their friends and dinah automatically getting turned into what her friend was mm-hmm. um we don't know what's going on with Aquaman. We can assume he's still alive, but we don't really know. Yeah. And then there's the the looming threat of, you know, when is this going to hit Superman? At what point? Because, well, you know, it's game, he's it's, not it's game over at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time you're just wondering, OK, just how safe are all of these heroes going to actually be? And for a comic in issue number two with such an outrageous concept to be leaving you thinking that is really amazing and this is this is one of these things that's a fun ride in the same way that um if we had thought about this concept back when it was out uh comic ghost rider um like it this is just comics having fun for being comics mm-hmm. this one's tapping into more of a horror aspect but it's just crazy wacky you know every every other page is kind of a, a cliffhanger moment between heroes and between um, your various cast members that are, it's just keep building and you can feel the pace kind of ramping up. This issue read a lot faster than the last one and the action was much more uh, heightened because well, of can, that. So can I just, say that, can I say that I love that they're, they're bringing up zombies as if that's a possibility in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's, like, it's it works. I didn't I honest to god did not think it would work, but I'm really 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 enjoying this. This has been a a fun fun read. Um Well, I like that it's not a clone of Marvel Zombies, which is what yes. on the outset it, it really kind of looked like. Mm-hmm. Um I I like that it's using established DC lore to kind of do their version of the zombie outbreak. Yeah. And, uh, like, I'm actually rooting for Damien for once, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, you actually feel bad for the little guy. Yeah. Which is very strange, because normally, I mean, you just don't give a shit about him. But you actually feel a little bit bad about the fact that he's just lost his dad. Yeah. And he's kind of, he's he's left completely orphaned now. And he's, of all places, he's with the Kents. Well, um, do you know something is, I just realized? What? When he gets to the briefcase, he can say, yes, father, I shall become the bat. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> he totally can. Oh, it's dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they might I, do it. You never know. <laughs> I I will make a donation to a charity if, I, if that happens. <laughs> um, Fair enough. The... So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut off your, your thought there, but yeah, he's with the Kents. Yeah, he's with the Kents of all places. And I mean, Damien isn't isn't the kind of character that would fit in with the Kents. So, you know, he's got to be feeling pretty crappy at this point in time. Um, <laughs> just, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. This continues to be one of those ones that, you know, I think we're going to keep reading for sure. I think we're kind of unanimous on that. Um, and I think everybody should be reading it. If you follow any of the major artists, uh, DC artists on, on Twitter, then you probably saw them even talking about the fact that they've having, they're having a great time reading this. 
Um, and I think everybody that like likes comics would would thoroughly enjoy this. To be honest, well, I think that Tom Taylor's nailed the the voices, and I think that's the big part of that makes this work so well. Yeah, is that even though this is a crazy story that wouldn't happen in continuity, it could happen in continuity. It, it feels mm-hmm. like it is, if that makes any sense. It's yeah. like this is one possible end game that that they that they're facing. Um, like even like you know the panel with Superman where he's like, he's like Bruce. He's like, and he's like, there's literally no time for sentiment, Clark. And he just goes on to his exposition, right? Yeah. But it's like the voice is like, it's, it's both like he's he's nailed them. Yeah. Uh, I never thought I I didn't even think about Green Arrow as being like a, a center point in the story. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the idea that he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like the, the part, too, where he's like, I, I always thought that we were going to have to take down the Internet, but not like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that he's, I mean, I'm not a huge, huge Green Arrow fan, so I'm mm-hmm. surprised that he's even still in the game yeah. <laughs> at this stage. I, I would have assumed that by issue two that somebody like him would have been taken out. That's subverting expectations. I mean, I don't know that he's going to survive the whole thing, but yeah. uh, I, I do. <laughs> it, it felt like I was reading my old classic heroes, and maybe that's also part of why <laughs> why I'm enjoying it. Like this feels like the Ollie before New Fifty Two. Yeah, and I think that's what I think that's actually what's working for it is the fact that it's got a couple of the characters from the New Fifty Two ish kind of world, but by and large, it's playing with everybody as if the new 52 didn't exist. Like it's dealing with itself completely out of continuity and it's picking and choosing whatever it wants, which is, I think proving what, what can work when you're dealing with something like that. That continuity is only, is only so much of a hindrance if you allow it to be, if you just kind of go with what you need for the story, then it'll all work out. And I think that's, that's that's yeah. I think that's really what I'm enjoying most. That and the clever use of the anti-life equation mm-hmm. um, is awesome. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, it's it's shocking to me that how much I'm enjoying this book, and it's it's a serious contender for pick of the week for this week's mm-hmm. episode. Um, still reading <laughs> books, so it might not might not hold up against everything else that's out. I don't know yet, mm-hmm. but th- this one this one was really solid for me. Yeah. Um, so. Let's uh, let's put it to let's put it to the uh, ratings. Uh, I, I give it five green arrow boxing glove arrows out of five. Uh, I give it five zombified bat signals <laughs> out of five. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I think having all of the one consistent artist this week is actually what made it uh, that much better. And the fact that this is just good fun. This is a, this yeah. is comics having fun and i'm always going to be a huge huge fan of that and that's always going to score extra points with me so well i look forward to seeing how the flash will play into this yes this will be interesting like is is barry just literally running around the planet trying to stay stay ahead of it or was he infected right away we don't even know yet same with with, uh with his metabolism like it would infect him in seconds (laughs) Yeah, man, how dangerous would a lot of the Justice League be once infected? Oh, it, it would, oh I, I think we're going to end up seeing the Flash in the next one. I think there were some solicitations that already showed um, like a zombified Flash. So oh, I'm really? curious to see. 
curious to see what happens. I mean, it doesn't always mean that that's exactly how things are going to work out. True. Um, so it could just be art for the sake of art, but I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been uh, Terminal Velocity Limited, uh, which you can, uh, if you enjoy the show, please let us know at, uh, at Comics Terminal on Twitter and uh, Terminal Velocity Podcast at, on all the other social media outlets. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you can write us an email at TerminalVelocityPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you thought of the issue and let us know if there's any if there's any um, comic series that you want us to be reading or talking about. Uh, send us a note that way. We'd uh, appreciate it. And obviously rate, comment, subscribe uh, on your podcatcher of choice as well. All right. Well, right. until next time. Until next time, we will see you, or maybe we won't, because of the anti-life equation. Better turn off the phones <laughs> after you've heard the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you later. Take care.